This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99. That's $4.99 a month. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, the real housewives of Olympia. You made... You named the dog Roomba? Nice. It takes an a-hole to get out of a sticky situation. Running on bamboo and cat hair. Blame Popeye. Gross shafts and choking snakes. <laughs> Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. The day I took the fell fire into my veins, I saw my destiny. No detergent can. <laughs> The Morning Stream. Always check your candy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is the Morning Stream for November 6th, 2019. It is Wednesday. I'm Scott Johnson. And a, a healing Brian Ibbett may be healing. Healing on the mend. Yes, I mean, still uh, still not great. You know, I, I gave my percentage before the show is about 60%. Mm-hmm. But I sound I sound a lot better than somebody who's at 60% because I'm pushing through people. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it happen. Like, yeah, Brian is but, a trooper. He's decided that even though he's still sort of on the cusp there, that yeah, he's going to go. Yeah, that, it's that first stage of cold or flu where it's like, uh, like they're they're on the uh, they're on the welcome mat. They're ringing the doorbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to fight their way in, or they're going to turn and go to the next house. It's, <laughs> it's one or the other. I like and that. I, to, I yeah. like that. That's pretty good. It's a little like which way they're going. It's like uh, yeah, it's like the the trick or treater kids. You know, you just don't That's know right. who's going to come to the door. They're going to avoid you. What's the deal? They've got their luggage on the porch. Yep. They're ringing. Yep. Wants to stay <laughs> they there. They don't see us peeking through the blinds from the upstairs window. Yeah. Well, and this, what's funny is normally you, 100%, if we'd have gone to BlizzCon this year, you would say, oh, I probably got this at the con, right? Yeah. Because yeah. con now, crud is a thing. Everybody gets it. Here, here's the thing. So Tina and I are both sick. Yeah. The only other, the only people we came into contact with on Monday were the uh, counter people at uh, Popeye's Chicken because we went for the <laughs> spicy mm. chicken sandwich mm. which which i gotta say was damn good it was a good chicken sandwich yeah as chicken sandwiches really go it's it's top notch they finally Absolutely. got them got them back in stock but but so so the, the running theory is counter guy uh yeah. possibly your 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 dude or, or someone in the back the counter yeah. or yeah. you know or or even another customer in line around us yep. the per, uh, person who had the table before we did i don't know it's like bluto always says Blame Popeye every time. That's right. That's right. I yeah. gladly pay you Monday for a cold and flu Wednesday. Thanks. <laughs> well, it is that time of year. My daughter's in the throes of it. Somehow I've avoided it. Washing my hands a lot, you know, yeah. doing the, the thing key. you do. Kim's killing it up mm-hmm. and stuff. Is it weird that she already put up a bunch of Christmas stuff? Are we bad people because we did that? 
or is that okay? Uh, no, actually, the, the studies, we were just talking about this on the uh, on the news the other day, studies show that happier people put up their Christmas decorations right after Halloween, and uh, um, it, it, it's supposed to make you happier, I guess. So it's a, I, have, I have one Christmas decoration put up. Want to see it? Yeah, let's see it. What do you got? Oh, it's in your office. Cool. It's right here on my desk. All right. And uh, there you go. Oh, it yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, Someone got him is, wet. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. It's Christmas Carol Gremlin. Uh, that's a great uh, figurine. Where do they? How'd you get that? Uh, NECA made these this year, and they are awesome. I've got the other one sitting on top of the clock back there, the one with the hat and the scarf. You can't really see them too well, but you get them as a pair. It's about forty bucks, and they are so so cool. That's amazing. That's so cool. His mouth open so you can have him singing. There we go. Now he got his mouth open. Ah. Yeah, he's Oh, his mouth moves? What? Well, his mouth opens. Oh. I mean, it's a it's at a point of articulation. All right. And but the rest of him's pretty. I, I'm Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> they all did look like Miles Davis a little bit. They did look like Miles Davis. Yeah. Well, uh that's awesome. I I uh you people forget that the first Gremlins movie is basically a Christmas movie. I guess two is as well, yes. right? Isn't two set around Christmas? Two, no, two takes place. Uh, I want to say in in summer and in like the middle of New York. Oh, of course they always do that. Oh, two is two is a, two is practically a parody of Gremlins one. I love Gremlins two. I won't even call it a guilty pleasure because it's uh, I have no guilt about loving it because it's such a weird parody of the first movie. Yeah. We need to sack it. We absolutely need to sack it. There's a Donald Trump. There's a character in there that is a parody of Donald Trump, who's like one of the main characters in the film. His name is Clamp. Okay. And he's just a he's a rich, clueless idiot. And uh, uh, it's it's no they're not hiding at all who that who that guy is. Oh, I have a clip from the movie. Here it is. Check it out. Boot edge edge. Oh, weird. Yes, exactly. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Like, how did they predict? Yeah. It was very, very, very weird how they got that right. How about this? Puerto one? Rico. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we need to do Gremlins two. And uh, was there a three? Did anyone do there a was three? Never, there was never a three. Okay. No, but uh, Beffy Dino in the chat room says, "Did you hear HBO Max Gremlins series? Really? Oh, what? They're making a Gremlins series for HBO Max? No. Hold on a second. I'm googling. I'm googling." I'm I'm googling also, I'm googling all the way to tomorrow. Gremlins: Secrets of the Mogwai. Really? Yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> I'll watch your dumb show. Let's do Get it. Get out. Animated <laughs> comedy fantasy television series to be broadcast on Warner Media's upcoming streaming service HBO Max. Ten episodes serve as a prequel to the 1984 film Gremlins. Uh, set in 1920s Shanghai, Secrets of the Mogwai will tell the story of how 10-year-old ten, Sam Wing met the young Mogwai called Gizmo. Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. That's stupid. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Very, very cool. Thank you, uh, Beffy Dino. Yeah, Beffy Dino. That's pretty amazing. All right. I don't know. I have, I have soft spot for the Gremlins for some reason. I don't know why. I do, too. Very interesting, though, to take it all the way back to 1920s uh, Shanghai, you know, instead of... Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, will they jump ahead? I wonder. Is it just like a? Um, yeah, that's interesting. Take. Yeah, it's the it's the young version of the old guy in the shop. Oh. And the frogger, <laughs> the yogurt is also yeah. cursed. <laughs> you, you get a free frogger. Oh, I love that. That's one of the best Simpsons episodes ever. Yeah, it's so good. In fact, I've conflated them. 
to the point that when the guy in the actual Gremlins yeah. movie doesn't talk about the Frogert, I get frustrated. Yes. Right, me too. Because he should be in there. Anyway, that's good news. <laughs> good news, everybody. Got all the Griml yeah. Gremlins you can eat for like a whole season. And that's right. You can eat it. Just don't feed it after. You don't eat it after midnight. Hey, I presume all that HBO Max stuff is going to be. Uh, the original content, anyway, is going to be the way it always is, like weekly, right? They're not doing bingeables. Probably, over there. yeah. Yeah, have you done the Apple TV thing yet? No. To try out uh, the other TMS? I haven't yet. Um, the, I lesser? <laughs> the lesser? The lesser? The TM lesser? <laughs> I refuse to watch that. I can't. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't no. do it. I'm not doing it. It's got, I don't even care about it. I'm, I, I'm, I, a, okay, here's the truth. Even if we didn't have the TMS connection, yeah, I still don't think I'd be interested in it. It's just not my kind of thing. But secondly, well, I, I don't want to see it. You the newsroom, right? Didn't uh, you watch the newsroom on, on HBO? I like the newsroom. I like... Um, this feels like it's going to be on that kind of... It's that kind of show? That's what it feels like it's going to be. I haven't watched any of it either. But um, Aaron, Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin likes aren't as good unless Aaron Sorkin's doing it. You know? <laughs> and he's got some other project going on for Apple TV. Uh, some other thing that he's actually show running. I forgot what it is. But anyway, but but yeah, I'd be lying if I said that the name isn't pissing me off and it makes me not want to see it even more. I'm annoyed by it, but I don't. But I'm I'm interested in other shows on that thing. I want to sure. see that Ron Moore Come, thing coming up soon on the Apple TV Plus Network, Cover Town. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be worse because they just straight up call it Coverville, just like they do TMS. Yeah. <laughs> Bastards. Anyway, have you watched uh, it? Did you like it? Is no, we it... haven't. We haven't. We haven't done anything yet with that either. But I do want to check it out. I want to at least get to episode three and see if it does pick up, like people say. Like it, it's supposed to get better. It's sluggish for the first two episodes, character building, I guess, and then, um, and then episode three is supposed to be where that's like, all right, you start to see potential. But they only gave the first three episodes to critics, so I don't think that it's, and, and somebody can confirm this. I don't think that it's. Um, the whole series available day and date. I think it's yeah, it's weekly delivered weekly. Yeah, for mm -hmm. everybody else, just critics ended up getting yeah. The, the Apple the service from Apple is not going to be bingeable. They're they're going to do like Hulu and and HBO and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I was going to say, what was I going to say about it? Oh, I'm really looking forward to episode seven or eight when they jump the shark and Rachel and Joey get together. Looking forward to that. That's going to be great. <laughs> you mean you mean uh, not Rachel and Joey? The characters are called Todd and Aaron. Oh, and, uh, okay. Todd and Aaron get together. Right, right. They should never do that. Uh, right. So anyway, I do they do a free month? How's that thing work? Can I do that? Yeah, you get yeah you get a for, uh, free free thirty days unless you've bought anything Apple in the last thirty days. Phone, well, anything major Apple iPod uh, or AirPod Pros don't count. AirPods well, Pro don't count. What but, if I uh, bought the keyboard case for my iPod Pro or yeah, no, an no. iPad Pro? Really? Because no, that thing I, was iPad, expensive. Was iPad, iPhone, uh, anything like that. Exactly. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Maybe I'll get a phone. I, I'm up for a phone. Maybe I'll do that. There you go. Yeah. If you're, if you're due. I don't know. You I just might have to get it through the Apple site. You can't do it through like a, you know, El Cheapo third party. Right. You have to get it through. Yeah, I can't do it through Amazon or anything. Yeah. Uh, the uh, um, what was I going to say my uh, my 10R is my favorite phone I ever had, and it's kind of still yes. awesome. So I don't I'm not I don't feel like I'm in any kind of rush. No, I I'm loving my 10R. I think I'm good. I think I may hang on for another year, and then I and own my, it. You know, then I'm done. My iPhone 10R loves tacos. Yeah, tacos. 
Mm. All right. Mm. I caused an issue at an intersection, and I would like to. Uh, Did you? Yeah. Oh, I'd good. Like to express it here. Here's something you don't want to do. Okay. Had, had the dog. Took him out there for a run yesterday. This is right before uh, I found out you were ill yesterday, and we didn't have yes. a show. Right. Right. Uh, oh, but thanks to everybody who hung around and watched me play Red Dead Redemption uh, on the PC. That was fun. <laughs> oh, cool. That's Good. what I did. I did turned, that instead. You turned uh, lemons into lemonade. Well done, sir. I did. Uh, <laughs> red lemonade. Crashed my horse into a thing. <laughs> red Dead Lemonade. <laughs> red Dead Lemonade. Lead Red Lemonade. Anyway, so I do. <laughs> I, I went. To, I took the dog, and we were in an intersection that I always go through. And oftentimes in the morning, it's a very commutery intersection. A lot of people are going to work. And so... Mm-hmm. It's a four-way. There are no lights. It's just a four-way stop. Right. And I got to the corner right as four cars got there. And they all okay. were like e- 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 e, moving. They're doing like, their thing, right? Like yeah. they don't did know. They all show, you know? Did they all show up at the same time? Yes. All at okay. the same time. Yeah. And nobody knows I, what to do. Uh, and I need to cross. So I'm thinking... Sure. Now, y'all have your order you all learned when you got your damn license, so you should know what you're doing here in a second. But I know for one thing, for 100% sure, that I, as the pedestrian, have the right of way before any of y'all do anything. Correct. Right? Correct. Yes. Well, you can tell I've been playing Red Dead. I've been talking in Southern voice all day. <laughs> I, I have the right of way before. Yeah, y'all get out my way. Anyway, y'all, so yeah. I go, uh, I get there, and I, and I start to move, but then cars go, and I hesitate, and I back up a little. And then mm-hmm. they, they're going like this, you know, like go. <laughs> Waving it right. So I start going again. And then another car it, 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 it starts inching forward toward me. So at the, at the end of this thing, here's how it ends. I'm halfway across the street. Two of these guys decide they're not paying attention to go ahead and go. Now we've got two cars that are like uh, in each other's way in the intersection. So turning oh, right. toward their turns. You got two <laughs> other guys angry and are waving everybody off. And you got me standing in the middle uh, you know, at, at risk of dying because these cars are right. stupid. <laughs> and so... So the ones that waved you aren't the ones that are going and now stopped <laughs> in the intersection. Like, you know, you got the go-ahead from from a couple of the uh, the four cars, but you've got two other cars that decided to just keep going. Yeah, they just were not work. having it, man. It was it's so funny dumb. Crazy Neighbor and I were uh, looked that up because we got to a four-way stop where all four of us got there at the same time. And uh, he just went ahead. He stopped. No one was moving. He's like, I'm going. And so he went. Because, you know, when it's three of you at a four-way stop, yeah. the um, everybody always defers to the person on their right. So That's how it's so supposed to be, person, right? That's the yeah, rule. The, person, okay. the car that didn't have anybody to their right would go first. Mm-hmm. Then the car to, that had them to the right would go for next. And then the car, the last car would go last. But when... We looked it up. When four cars arrive at the stop signs at the very same time, basically the most aggressive driver goes first. <laughs> oh, yeah, because because that's the rule. Because what else are yeah. you going to do? There is no right anymore because everybody's right of right. each other, right? Exactly. So yes. now it's just down to whatever a-hole is the biggest a-hole. It's exactly, and that's you know, hey, it takes an a-hole to kind of get us out of one of those uh, one of those sticky situations. So, <laughs> well. We learned a lot about rage last time with Wendy last two weeks ago, whatever it was. Oh, Maybe yeah. This, yeah. this was right. a good case of that. Outrage. So, so yes, by the time this was all done and they're all, you know, basically now parked in this four-way stop, I just was like, all right. I think I even said that. I went, all right. And I took the dog and I ran. 
and uh, <laughs> they they worked themselves out. They finally got through there. Nobody hit anybody. Nobody died. It was all fine. Uh, Someone in the chat says I sound different today. What do I sound different? He says maybe it's his connection, but he says you don't it's sound different. Yeah, you don't sound different to me. Okay, so it's not me. Maybe it's his. Uh, maybe his ears are perceiving a deeper, more guttural tone. Yes. From me maybe, this morning. Maybe, maybe, maybe you've adjusted your bass or your treble. Audio, audio bots roll out. That's what I'll say. That's right. So Monday night. Um, yeah. Uh, Tina and I and uh, the kids, because we had. We not just have Tristan and his girlfriend living here uh, over the weekend, but um, Tristan's girlfriend came up to visit from New Mexico, and so she was staying with us for the weekend as well. Okay. Full Wait. house. Full house of five of us. Wait a minute. Tristan's girlfriend... I think you said that weird. So, Tristan's girlfriend, girlfriend's friend came oh, up from New Mexico and okay. was living with us for the weekend. I was weekend. like, wow, that boy's getting around. Got two girlfriends now. <laughs> All right. Sorry, yeah, sorry if I said that uh, confusing It's all me. good. It's all good. Uh, so we played the game Horrified. This was the game that Dan, Dan the Tabletop Man, recommended a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of based on the Universal Monsters franchise. You're basically in a village. you got a bunch of villagers. You and your, your other players are uh, the heroes. And you're all fighting Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Invisible Man, the Mummy, uh, Bride of Frankenstein, the, that whole that whole gang, sure. creature from the Black Lagoon, mm-hmm. and you uh, you kind of just pick the the monsters that you're going up against. For the first one, you go you you go with their recommendation of Dracula and the creature from the Black Lagoon, and uh, uh, it's a blast because like you're not only trying to defeat the monsters and you have these these tasks that you have to complete before the monsters can be defeated. Um, but you also have to save the villagers, and the villagers kind of wander around. You know, <laughs> in their spawn points, and you're like, "Oh no, uh, Elizabeth is over there at the theater. We got to go get her and get her to the camp so that she's safe." Uh, it's a blast. It's such a good time, and uh, uh, we can't wait to play it again and try it out with different monsters. Are Pretty you surprised? Are you surprised at how fun it is? Like, because on the surface of it, it sounds like, "Oh, here we go." Is Universal Monsters? That, those are kind of dumb and old. Like, are you yeah. just? Are you, did you find yourself a little surprised how much fun you were having with it? very much and and there's a lot of great strategy you know there's there are aspects of the game that you think are like oh yeah we'll probably never use that um that uh one of your one of your turns basically your turn on your turn you can move pick up pieces um uh use a special action uh you know use one of your cards etc and then one of your other actions you can do is trade uh, pieces with other players and we're like, well, that's probably something we're never going to do. We're all going to go out and collect these pieces. And we're just going to like right. take them and fight the monsters. No, it turns out trading pieces is like crucial to winning the game because it's like, all right, I actually have the, the special ability to, to teleport over to where the, uh, uh, the monster is. So I can teleport over there, move out of his space, give these pieces to uh, so-and-so, they can then go and take those pieces and defeat the monster because they have all the pieces that they need to defeat the monster. It's really cool. It sounds it's great. Really, really yeah, cool. it sounds like yeah. it almost sounds like you could do it, this. This is like a code name situation where you could uh, theme it however you wanted. So they could go out and get another yes. license and say, "Hey, it's a it's the it's Marvel, Marvel. character characters now or whatever." Yeah. yeah, easily easily could do that. That's yes. awesome. That's very cool. So uh, yeah, the game is called Horrified. It's probably at the Target closest to you. About thirty-five bucks, and uh, 
total blast. I kind of want to do, I've seen people who've made these little 3D uh, Scooby Gang figures and replaced the heroes with the Scooby Gang. So I could uh, I could totally see doing that and do uh, do some yeah a uh, little replacement there. But no, we're having fun with that. So that's awesome. And yeah, no Halloween required. It sounds like just do it. No Halloween required. Okay. Exactly. That's the important ah, thing. this is a play at any time kind of thing. I like it. I like that a lot. All right. The monsters move towards you like Daleks in that old. You remember that old uh, Daleks game that mm-hmm. was like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why did I always say I have it wrong? I say Daleks. It's not right, is it? Is I it Dalek? Daleks or Daleks? Daleks? Daleks, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I do it wrong. There's the exterminate guys, right? Exterminate. Yes. Those exterminate. Guys. Exterm- prepare to be assimilated. Yeah. Those Part guys. of Borg. <laughs> Part I of am Borg. Locutus. Be a part of Borg. Prepare to be a simil- Yeah, Daleks. Okay, people in the chat room are all saying Daleks. Daleks. All right. I don't know so why. Daleks I said- is not correct. It is Daleks. I always said Daleks, which is totally wrong. But this is right. Hey, guys, let's talk about Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than it is right now with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just a click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. That's $4.99 a month. It's crazy. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk, and you are back to business in no time. And for being a listener of TMS, that's the morning stream, you'll receive a free 30-day trial that you can get started with right away. And to help you get started even further, a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SimPro Online. Again, starting at just $4.99 a month. Qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print from your PC or Mac. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access the special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SimPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Music means only one thing. Our good pal, Mr. Brian Dunaway, is here from South Carolina. Hello, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian, you bunch of Daleks. Yeah, a bunch of Daleks. <laughs> hey, it's uh, hey, nice to know. nice to hear your voice. It was weird not having film sack last weekend, but uh, we're going to do it again this weekend. Ooh, I forgot yes. what our movie is. Does anyone remember? What Tears we... of Heaven, Kingdom of the Sun. Ter- ter- Tears of Heaven, people do Terriers the Tears of it's, uh, Bill. Borg. It's uh, Bruce, Bruce, uh, Bill, uh, Bill Willis, that's it. Bruce Willis. <laughs> tears Willis. of the tears of the tears of the sunny, right? No, tears, tears of, the, of sun. the sun, right? That's the one. He shows his wiener in a pool. Is that the one, or I have oh, that wrong? That's, no, no, no. He shows his wiener to a pool. Oh, okay. The pool is. Will he show his wiener? Great. Tears of the sun. The Anton Antoine Fuqua, much maligned, also by some beloved uh, war movie thing from like 2002. Get into it, everybody. Perfect in time, just in time for the weekend. That's what I'm right? saying. Right? That's what That's I'm right. saying. Yeah. Uh, well, it's perfect time to have you on. We're going to play a little game here today where uh, we play a game. 
Uh, the chat room is going to be uh, participating in that. They will call in uh, one of them. There'll be a lucky winner or loser today, depending on who they pick and how this all goes. The number to call is 801-471-0462. That's 801-471-0462. Call now, and you could be the winner today of a fabulous suite of prizes conjured up by Mr. Brian Ibbett. We have a first caller here. Let's see who we have this morning. Good morning. Who's this? Oh, um, hi, this is Bethy Dino. Well, hello. Hello, Bethy Dino. How are you? (laughs) You're the Um, one who told us all about that new Gremlins uh, series. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, do you you sound surprised that you got in? Are you happy to be here? Yes, I am. It's been a rough couple days. Oh, well, good. Then we're here for you. We're going to make this happen. Uh, I may even throw the game if she (laughs) she chooses. (laughs) She sounds really nice. All right, Brian, you're going to explain to her how this works and what we do today. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, I'm going to give Scott and Brian Dunaway a topic. They're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Gosh darn it. Your job, Biffy Dino, is to predict who is going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today, you are playing for the actual last pair of CDs from Dizzy Box 9 and Trend Solid, a couple couple uh, Indian in the Middle acts that we've played on the show here that uh, people loved. Dizzy Box 9, Trent Selva sent me a bunch of CDs to give away, and I've done it. I've almost completed that task. You'll also get a copy of Warhammer 40,000 Mechanicus, uh, <gasps> a game available on Steam. Oh, I love that game. It's like, uh, uh, it has controller support is the main difference, but it basically plays like uh, Warhammer 40K Diablo. It's very, very good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I love that game. It's really good. Anyway. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, All right. The topic today. This one comes to us from Wesley. uh, Wesley Stanfield, who says, uh, uh, there are 12 main Olympians who lived on Mount Olympus in Greek mythology. How many? I'm going to actually take the 15 because there are three that that are always referenced along with them. They didn't necessarily live on Mount Olympus, but you think of them as the Greek gods as well. So I'm going to say 15 Greek gods. Wow. That lived on or visited Mount Olympus. Wow. <laughs> okay, this is a kind of an intense category. It uh, is. If you give me the Roman god, I will ask. I will ask you for clarification to the Greek name. Okay, fair enough. So that'll be yeah. that'll be the. the, the so hitch. if we give you, so wait, so if I give you the Roman god, you'll give us the Greek god. I'll give you the chance to Greek. give me the Greek god equivalent. Oh. But you'll okay. still be out if you get it wrong. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So if I say the Roman, like, ah, try again. It's Greekish, Brian. I go, oh, okay, exactly. it's this guy. Okay. 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 Exactly. Yeah, I got gotcha. All right. Cool. Okay. Uh, there you go. So, Beffy Dino. Dino. Dino or Dino? Did you say Dino? Beffy Dino? Dino. Dino like Dino, dinosaur. Oh, like dinosaur. Oh, like dinosaur. Like okay. Yeah. Dino's a dumb cartoon uh, dinosaur from a very <laughs> bad cartoon. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Wow. I'm, I'm workshopping my uh, Dino impersonation. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, all right. Uh, knowing that that's the topic, who do you want to start, and who do you think is going to win this one? Oh, um, let's say Brian start and Scott to win, please. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she's the first person to ever say please on here. I just think, pretty <laughs> please, and thank you. She's so nice. All right. Um, I'll, so Brian, you start. Give us a god. What do you got there? Right. All right. Let me think for a minute because I read a lot of Percy Jackson. Oh, there you the go. Day, that should so, help. Yeah. yeah. So th- it probably is going to help. Let's see. 
Uh, well, the, the first Olympian, of course, of course, you think about up there on the, on the top is going to be Zeus, right? He's going to be at the top, right? Exactly yeah. who you think of. Yeah, Zeus, king of all he's the gods. The well, Let me give you this good. lightning bolt. Yeah. He's also the god of uh, weather, law, and fate. Fate. Uh, um, all right. Let's say, um, uh, oh, geez. <laughs> I just had this, this name just came in and then left. My brain. Uh, hold on. <laughs> My brain. He was married to. Oh, jeez. Uh -huh. Hold on a sec. I'm not going to get this wrong. He was married to. All right. I'll just say Apollo. I know he was up there. The late. Apollo. He was... Apollo's a good one to say because uh, he's the same in Greek uh, mythology oh. as he is in Roman mythology. He's the god of prophecy, music, poetry, and knowledge. Wow. All right. And he's he flies that ship in Battlestar Galactica. He hey! Really good at it. <laughs> I think you were thinking of Hera. Hera, gosh dang it! Scott yes. was wanting to pull out of his butt, but he yeah. went with Apollo instead. She is the wife of Zeus, uh, Juno in Roman mythology, queen of the gods, goddess of women, and marriage. Why is Great movie, by the way, Juno. Sorry, my audio's freaking out. <laughs> Alright. Um, uh, um, the one that, okay, I know one. I think he was played by Paul Schaefer in the Disney movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Artemis. Artemis, oh, yes. God of hunting animals and childbirth. Not hunting animals, but there's a comma. Hunting, comma, animals and childbirth. Uh, Artemis. That, that just goes together, doesn't it? It's like, I'm going to hunt and uh, childbirth. Yeah. Right. Take exactly. Take yeah. Childbirth. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. All right. Yes. Your turn. All right. How about, how about Poseidon? Poseidon, yes. Uh, God of the sea, of course. Right. And, uh, can't remember who played him in that Clash of the Titans, but uh, it was a it was a big important dude. Oh big right, that dude. was a big deal in that movie, Poseidon yes. specifically. Yeah. Yes. Um. All right. In in both versions of Clash of the Titans, this, oh. this is true. All right, uh, Scott, get your head around this, buddy. Um. Wait, did we say? Yeah, Liam Neeson did in the new one, but I'm um, trying to think of who it was in the. Uh... Well, no, Liam no, Neeson was Zeus. Zeus. Yeah, he was yeah, Zeus. He was Zeus. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, the the guy that carries the planet on his back. Um. Uh, goes in, going up a hill. He's got the whole world on his back. He seems like a rough dude. Uh. uh hold on. It's one of the Mars man. Or, uh, or, uh, 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 hold on. Oh. Uh, uh, ah. Atlas. 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 Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Oh, Atlas has to be there. He's uh, he's but a. He didn't, he didn't. He didn't really live on Olympus, right? I he guess he visited. Yeah, so he was kind of. He's a Titan god. Right. He's a Titan, not a god. When someone asks you if you're a god, Scott. Right. What do you, What do you say, Ray? But, uh, but isn't Atlas he did not, a god? He did not live. No, he was a Titan. Uh, Zeus defeated Titan. the Titans, but, yeah, uh, but they did not live on Mount Olympus. Too. So wait, Atlas is Atlas is not so a Greek god. So it's just about address then. This is just about where they lived. Is that the deal? <laughs> well, no. Yeah, you titans. can't hang out. At, you can't hang out at Club Olympus unless they're you're the a Titans, god. and then there are the gods. All right. Here's what you we're can, gonna. You can you can get in on a guest pass. Here's what we're gonna like, do. Uh, here's what we're gonna do. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know. Gonna, I know. You're, no, no. We're here's we're what we're gonna, gonna do. A mulligan Be and, no, no, no. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Bethy, you're, you're still with us, right? You're still there. 
Yeah. Okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to send you uh, some a little pack of like cool art and stickers uh, because I just oh, feel you. like an idiot today. And it seems like you've had a bad week. And I don't yeah. care for everyone out there's going, oh, what's this about? You never do that when I lost. It's because she sounds really nice and I feel bad. <laughs> so I'm going to give her something, all right? So all you got to do is send me an email, uh, scott at frogpants.com, and I'll send you something cool, okay? Thank you so much. You bet. Sorry for Aww. sorry for being your your loser side today, but we'll get you <laughs> your loser. Okay. I'll get you hooked up. Have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. All cool. right. Uh, uh, the other one you could have said, by the way, yeah. Aphrodite, Ares, Athena, uh, Demeter, Dionysus, Hephaestus, Dionysus. Hermes, Hermes, Hades. Hermes, Hermes. I'll call him Hermes. Good. Hold on, Hades uh, didn't Hades. live up there, did he? I thought Hades was down he in didn't. the underworld. He's, he's one of the visitors to Mount Olympus. He lived in hell. He's the god of the underworld, but he would go. He was one of the ones I would have, would have accepted because he is a god and not a titan. Uh, there was a couple of you know sleepovers. Hestia right. and Eros were the. You know, here's here's a fun thing. If you go actually look at the the myths, uh, mm -hmm. Hades is you know. The way Hades is portrayed and everything is, is like a huge dick because he's in charge of the, yeah, right. the undead and everything. But if anything, he is like actually the nicest. He was the truest to his wife. He was, uh, he just had a job nobody liked, right? He had to be in charge of the right. undead. <laughs> but like, right. he he was never I like Zeus. Because nobody else wants to manage Exactly. Hell. Zeus was cheating on Hera all the time. Hera was oh, cheating, Zeus cheating right. on no, Zeus worst. all the time. They were all terrible up there, and poor freaking uh, Hades is down there just doing the job nobody wants. But he was like uh, faithful. He was like had kids, and he and didn't Hades cheat with Hera once? I no, I don't think so. Didn't everybody? I saw Real Housewives of Olympia. It was. I don't. Really <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a real show. Um, no, I'm. So whenever he's portrayed like in the Disney thing, Hades is a complete jerk. But it's not right. They got it wrong, and they make it seem like Hera and Zeus are this perfect little family with a oh, little yeah, baby. No. It's no. like, come on, man, you guys are jacked up there. Anyway, all right. Well, that was terrible. I should have won that. <laughs> and uh, but Brian, you did because you're a smart guy, and uh, sometimes you win. You know, things. Like I, I read a lot of adult fiction that that was. Uh... Mm, yeah, adult right. fiction, mm. uh, adult young adult fiction. Am oh, I lagging? Uh, am I lagging and and chopping out? No, no, you're sounding fine now. Okay, why right. are we lagging? Yeah, and Hera, chopping by the out? way, was Hades' uh, sister, uh, Hestia, Demeter, Demeter, and uh, Hera were, and they still did it. Yeah, they still, <laughs> they did, still it. did it. Yep, they were still doing it. Uh, why do we sound crunchy to you or something today? It's every once in a while I'll say something and like like. 20 seconds later, you guys go, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, weird. Like, no, you uh, sound great to us. I don't it's know. What better now. It's better yeah. now. It's better now. All right. Like well, I blame the South. I blame the old South. That's what I do. The, the old South. That's right. You guys are still uh, running on bamboo and cat hair down there, but it's okay. It's not a problem. Uh, we, we have fiber. <laughs> I, that's good. It's good. It pushes all the toxins out of your colon. Get all mm. the fiber you can get. Hey, it's Brian Dunaway, everybody, who uh, is a, a, a favorite of ours here, but also our cohort on the Film Sack Podcast, which will happen this weekend yes. when we watch Tears of the Sun with Bruce Willis. Um, hey, yeah. are y'all playing the Luigi's Mansion 3? Not yet. Not no. yet. Thinking oh, about I'm it. playing it. been having a good time. Been thinking about I'm it. Mario. I'm pretty... Really? Uh, I, I decided that it was a choice this time between Red Dead for PC and that, and I went Red Dead. Oh, geez, you yeah. made the wrong decision. Well... <laughs> Says you. I guess next week on Boop, we'll, we'll have the argument about who who made the better, better purchase. So we'll find out then. Well, do you not already have Red Dead? No. Well, I have it on PlayStation, but the load times are terrible, and I only played the first act, and I waited for the PC version. Like, on yeah. purpose. 
I like when I went, you know what? I know I'm going to play oh, that when it comes out, my. and I know they're going to announce it. And then they did, and it's amazing, and it runs great. So I'm just saying, Red Dead PC, pretty good choice. But also, you know, but, Luigi's Mansion 3 is fine. It's fine. But, but, but Mario. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. You've convinced me. I'm going to go uninstall Red Dead now and go. Perfect. Get that game. Bye. <laughs> he's the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Y'all he should is. follow him. He's a funny dude to watch. All right. Time for this. Now, if you'll okay. excuse me, I must go take my vitamins. Your news has upset me greatly. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by. Brought to you by FilmSack. It's back this weekend. Get subbed and ready at FilmSack.com. I didn't realize I was going to pimp it so much and then re-pimp it. But oh, that's, that's okay. all right. Normally, there'd be a Coverville pimping here, but there will be no Coverville today just because... Uh, uh, when I'm not doing this show, I'm probably going to be resting. <laughs> I think that's the right thing to do. Brian listens yeah. to his body, you know? He'll be, yes, he'll be laying there and it'll go, and you'll go, yes, I agree. Yes, yes. I agree. That's, that's, uh, oh, you said a mouthful there. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's not the, maybe that's not the way to phrase that one. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. All right. Hey, uh, we got a, we got a kind of a sad story, but also a weird one here. Okay. This woman, uh, we'll call her woman. Okay. She's from Indiana. Uh, she found, or th they found her rather, dead with an eight-foot python coiled around her neck. Ooh. And her home was filled with 140 snakes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Live by the snake, die by the snake. I'm telling you, if you're going to have that many snakes and one of them's an eight-foot python, there's a good chance that'll that'll get you. Uh, wow. Laura, see, well, the woman was found Wednesday. This is the eight foot uh, python lady. Uh, they described the house police did as a reptile home filled with 140 snakes. Laura Hurst, age 36, of Battleground, Indiana, was found inside the snake filled home in Oxford, Indiana, with a reticulated python loosely coiled around her neck. Uh, Indiana Police Sergeant Kim Riley told the Indianapolis Star medics were unsuccessful in their attempts to revive her. Uh, she apparently had been strangled by the snake. We do not know uh, that for a fact until after the autopsy. Hmm. They'll, they'll do that Friday, so we'll find out, I guess. Anyway, out of the 140 snakes that were kept in the home, Hearst owned 20 of them. So I guess a lot of them were just sort of, I don't know, it's like a halfway house yeah, for other people's snakes. Well, sort of. Apparently, she didn't live in this house. She kept the snakes in this house. Oh. She visited the house twice a week. Well, then how, uh, did, the, how did you get in there and... Pythons don't strike, right? They no. coil around you while you sleep and while their prey sleeps uh, or is too slow to move like it's a sloth or something. And they just coil around it and get really, really tight. And then they, you know, you, you can't breathe and oh, you're well, done. I, mean, I know that's the boa constrictor's MO, but I didn't know that's what pythons did as well. I thought pythons would still would still uh, strike. As far as I know, well, I guess my ball pythons struck at the mice we'd feed him, but then he would... Yeah. But then he would just curl around them. He used his mouth to hold them because there's no venom. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know, actually. So yeah. this does make me wonder if there's more here. I know. That <laughs> people are saying it could be foul play. It could yeah. have been uh, staged to look like it was the python. Let's just uh, drape this python around her neck and, uh, and get out of Dodge. Yeah. It says here, uh, the police person, uh, police person, police lady, I guess that's not right either. <laughs> Told the station that Munson lives near the reptile home. Uh, who's Munson? Oh. Munson's uh, the sheriff. Donald E. Owns Munson the owns the house, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Munson told the Journal and Courier that Hearst's death was a tragic accident and loss of human life and that he was being fully cooperative with everybody. So the sheriff owns the house. Yeah. It's filled with 140 snakes. This woman uh, would visit the house twice a week to, I guess, feed them. I would think and, so. Uh, sure. Or check in or whatever. Why isn't the sheriff feeding the snakes? He owns the house. Also, you should, you're not supposed to feed them that often. Like hmm. two times a week's a lot. Well, they might. She not, might not be feeding all the snakes twice a week. She might be feeding, you know, some of the snakes on Mondays and then the other snakes on Thursdays or something. It could be. There's a lot of questions raised by this article. Also, is the are the snakes just allowed to just sort sort of chill on the ground everywhere? Yeah, are I they, don't know. That's an interesting question too. Like, they should is it, be in tanks. Is it just basically the real world full of snakes? <laughs> What happens when 140 snakes are uh, put into a house to see what happens when they stop being polite? Yep, and start getting real. I mean, this is a big <clears throat> big python. I can't speak to how tight it would get, but when I would wear my six-and-a-half-foot Norman snake around my neck, yeah. Yeah. he would never squeeze unless he felt he was uh, uh, in, in, in danger. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the dogs would come around and bark, and he would, like, start to squeeze. <clears throat> but even then, you just pry them off. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But an eight-foot one, sure. maybe you can't pry them off. I don't know maybe how that goes. I mean, I saw Anaconda. And all I know is if you did things just right, you could get John Voight in there, half-eaten, spit him out, right. and he'd still wink at you. So, And I and I learned that it don't, it don't want none unless you got buns hunt. That's right. That's a, yeah. another important lesson to be learned. And yeah. also that Ice Cube was the best actor in Anaconda. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> That's right. It was very good. All right, there's that story. How about this one? <laughs> <clears throat> Marijuana Pepsi refused to change her name. She earned a PhD after completing dissertation on black-sounding names. Her name is Marijuana Pepsi. Now, did she change her name to Marijuana Pepsi, or is that her actual name? Let's read to find That's out. That's actually her real name. That's her real name. Marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke. That's her full name. Recently graduated from the Wisconsin Cardinal Stritch University with a PhD. That's a horrible sounding school. Yeah. Cardinal Cardinal Stritch. Stritch. It sounds like a horrible cardinal in all red in like some ancient Pope time. Right. Being a huge jerk. The villain in a a religious uh, artifact movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've got to get away. Cardinal Stritch is right behind us. (laughs) Did you? Do you have the object? I do, but Cardinal stretches on our tail. <laughs> uh, let's see. It says here, okay, so she got this PhD in, in uh, leadership for the advancement of learning and services of higher education. Van, Dick's, uh, Van Dyke's mission was to show the world that although she had a unique name, she could still be a success in her life. She told the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, have you been there? I have, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely been the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. It's a dumb thing to get excited about, but I always like asking Brian which papers he's been at. Yep, uh, two papers I've been to were the Madison, uh, Madison Daily News, Madison, Madison Cheesewiz. Oh, Green Bay Post Gazette and the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Oh, all right, there you go. Yeah, uh, Van Dyke told the Milwaukee Journal, "People make such a big deal out of it. I couldn't get away from it. Marijuana Pepsi is a scholar's maiden name, and uh, Van Dyke was added when she got married in 2017. The 46-year-old grew up between Chicago, Illinois, and Benoit, uh, Benoit Beloit." Beloit, Wisconsin. Beloit. With a T, you say the T? It's not. I think you say the T on that one, yeah, Beloit. All right. Said in the past, she used to question why her mother gave her such an odd name. Her sister's names are Kimberly and Robin, for example. They're normal. 
it makes it seem it makes it very difficult sometimes. She told the Today Show. Van D- uh, Van Dyke currently lives on a farm with her family and runs a performance coaching company. And she is just all over the place. Totally. Uh, additionally, she started an annual scholarship award for black students enrolled in the University of Wisconsin Whitewater. Uh, that's kind of funny for some reason. Uh, her, her life has not been smooth. It says. <laughs> Uh, no one would ever believe her. They'd say, you know, they do roll call and people would ask for, is it Mariana? Is it marijuana? Like, what is it? And she would have to explain that. Yeah, it's marijuana. Yeah, Pepsi. It's marijuana Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a great name. It's like Diablo. It it's like Diablo Cody or something, you know, like just yeah. a cool, cool name. Um, would you, uh, would you embrace the cool name or would you, would you change it the first chance you got? Because I'm guessing that would be right around 14 or 15 is when you'd be fed up, right? That's about what right. Be yeah, like. I mean, because she talked about having you know getting made fun of as a kid growing up, and uh, I mean, your name is marijuana, right? Like, <laughs> and you and you and you. I mean, I assume people just called her marijuana and not. No yeah, one called like the, you the probably Pepsi. tell people it's MJ. Yeah, I, yeah, I just go by MJ. I think. Yeah, and then later I'd embrace it because it's weird, and I would be an adult, and I wouldn't care anymore. And then I would say, yeah, my name's, what's your name? Marijuana Pepsi. And I would get rid of the Van Dyke. Just stupid to put that on there. Well, that's that's her married name. That's the, she got that name when she got married. Yeah, it's boring though. Get rid of it. Chuck it. <laughs> you, would just, you would just go by Marijuana Pepsi. Yeah, you don't need it. Yeah. And lots of people don't take the married name. Just get rid of the married name. Keep Marijuana Pepsi. Go on to be a famous author. Oh, did you read that uh-huh. book by Marijuana Pepsi? It was so good. Like she could just be so famous. Her whole yeah. life is before her now. <laughs> all right uh i don't know yeah here's the scariest news of the week everybody hold on to your butts this is bad news all right okay okay uh, all right um, one million cannibal ants have escaped from a nuclear bunker in poland oh no so wait wait wait. are they so they're just they just eat other ants they're not they don't eat people well i let's find out I mean, that's what I would think, right? Because cannibals, yeah, if you said, cannibals. oh, here are some cannibal dogs, you don't think they eat people, they eat other dogs, right? Like, yeah, right, I, exactly. I'm with you. Pretty soon you just end up with one really fat cannibal ant. Well, it says here, <laughs> like my dribbles that one time. Right, exactly. <clears throat> there could be only one. <laughs> yeah, there was only one. Uh, this is the tale of two wood ant colonies, one ruled by a queen, the other uh, ruled by a cannibalistic hunger first ant colony wow. formed around its queen who came to settle in the ventilation pipe of an abandoned Soviet area nuclear uh, bunker in Poland. The wood ants build a large colony in this ventilation pipe. The colony's workers would often venture up to the surface and get food, but the gatherers didn't always make it safely through the pipe. Sometimes they would slip and fall into the cold, dark, and empty bunker below. Some of the ants would die from the impact. Others, perhaps as many as a million, would survive. Uh, these fallen worker ants became a secondary colony living under the bunker floor where they survived for years without light or a source of food except for the steady stream of workers falling down the hole each day. <laughs> this sounds like the beginning of a uh, Stephen King book. It does. <laughs> uh goes on to say, hold on, the link is being funny. Here we go. Uh, this lost colony of nearly one million wood ants persisted for years by preying upon the fallen brethren. The researchers found that ants in 2013 announced their uh, sorry <laughs> found the ants in 2013 and announced their findings. I thought the ants announced their findings. 
right. uh, in 2016. We're ready to tell the world about our existence. The corpses served as an inexhaustible food source and substantially allowed survival of the trapped ants. Uh, let's see. Wow. I'm reading through here. I'm trying to see about the escape part. Uh, but basically, they're just saying they they adapted in real time. This is not like a yeah. over a million years these ants these ants evolved or adapted into this. It's like no, they did this like really quickly. And oh my gosh, that shaft is gross. Look at that shaft. Oh, really, I gotta take a look here. What a gross, a gross looking shaft. Gross shaft. Yeah. Ooh, Polish shaft. Anyway, <laughs> I should stop saying shaft. I just realized that Jamie's gonna have a party with me today with all the shaft. Anyway, nearly all the fallen ants have... You say, but I'm talking about Shaft. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I guess they now have put them all back together, and so they don't... They appear to not eat corpses anymore. They only did it out of survival, so now they're back to being regular old wood ants. So basically what it says is like, you know, if you're... you're, It's like those people in that... uh, What was that thing called where all the the soccer players crashed in a plane? Yeah, right. The uh, the Donner, Donner Party? No, that was a... That's a... That's like an old 1800s thing, wasn't it? The Donner Party? Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yes, I'm sorry. The, the uh, yeah, Alive, the movie that Alive was based right, on. Right, and everybody's the, eating uh, each yeah. other's butt cheeks after a while or whatever the deal was there. Right. Yes. <laughs> Didn't they go for their butt cheeks first because it was like a fatty... Uh... I think so, yes. At least that was in the movie. <laughs> uh, the yeah. things I remember uh, mixed with the things I don't, it's it's a problem. It's a problem for me. <laughs> All right. Well, I like that. I like that. Their solution is they just put a, a chunk of wood, like a two by four, mm-hmm. into the shaft so that the ants can can get out. Chat room. It's great. Donner party, more like dinner party. Anyway. Right? Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? All right. Final story. This is a close to home one. Utah connection. Oh, I have a, a thing for that now. Oh yeah, we haven't played that in forever. Utah connection. Here you go. The Utah connection. Diabetes. All right, you ready? <laughs> That's not even the normal one, and I love it. Yeah, it's the only one I, I went through all my old files because I was moving some stuff around, and I oh, found wow. that one. I can't find the other other one, so we'll use this one. And I don't remember who made it for us, but anyway, Utah elementary student wore a Nazi costume to a Halloween parade. The principal and teacher are now suspended because they didn't stop it. Yeah. Uh, principal and a teacher in Kaysville Elementary School, it's about 30 minutes north of me, were suspended with pay after allowing a student to dress in a Nazi costume in a Halloween parade. The image of, of the child dressed in tan pants, brown shirt with a red armband, adorned with a black swastika, uh, began circulating on social media after the Thursday parade at Creekside Elementary. Many co- uh, commenters expressing outrage at whoever allowed the child to wear the costume, uh, while others supported the boy. Oh... I see. Oh, really? Well, I mean, yeah, there's always oh, it's the internet. Like, yes. It's the internet. They just, of course, he somebody's goes. To wear what he wants. Yeah, yeah. this was trying to squash his free speech there in the public school. Like, you know, there's yeah. going to be back and forth on that. Anyway, in a statement, the Davis County School District apologized for the costume. The district does not tolerate uh, speech. That's what? That's not the wrong. That's the wrong spelling for speech. Isn't it? Hold on, I'm, I'm on the I'm on the actual news page. S P E E C H, as opposed to. Is that S P? Where 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 are you saying this? S P E E C H. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Well, what is the what's with the A E A? What's I don't even. Oh, there's an E A. Isn't there an E A for speech? No, no S P E E C H. (laughs) You're thinking of impeach. Oh yeah. (laughs) For some reason, that just looks wrong. Those two E's look wrong. Why? Yeah, no, it's it's right. 
right. I couldn't find it in the text. I'm like, where is it? Where is the where is it spelling? You know, where Sorry, is it the spelling? Sorry, second paragraph, but you're right. It's right. My brain's just not glomming on. Maybe yeah. it's because on district they put a close bracket. There's a typo in here. <laughs> that's what that's what made, made speech. Yeah, that's what did a whole it. different word. Yeah. Like- you put a close bracket in your uh, thing for no reason, and suddenly everything's spelled wrong. That's how it works. Um, it says here, the district does not tolerate speech, images, or conduct that portray or promote hate in any form, says the statement. The district is taking the matter very seriously and is investigating every aspect of the situation. School spokesman Chris Williams declined to name the faculty members who were placed on paid leave. Paid leave. Hmm. Paid leave. I'm just making a controversy out of nothing here. But anyway, the Bellometry's uh, <laughs> website lists Steve B. Hammer as the principal. Steve B. Hammer. That's I know, I know. Like Principal Hammer. Jeez. Jeez wow. That's great. You need to go to Principal Hammer's office. No, no not Principal right Hammer. Run, I'll, I'll undo it. I'll undo it. Or what if they say, oh, sweet. He's the one that lets kids be Nazis. I'll, I'm going to Principal Hammer's <laughs> office. <laughs> <clears throat> the school hosts yeah. kindergarten through sixth grade students. Uh, schools in the district have faced criticism this year for alleged racism and religious insensitivity at these stupid things. So well done, everybody. Well done, locals. Yeah. You've done nice. it again. Good job. Nice. Yeah, uh, nobody mentions the parents. Maybe the parents should be, you know, talked to and said, uh, why are you letting your kid dress up as a Nazi for Halloween? That ain't right. That ain't yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, I'm of two voices on this because a part of me is like, well... All right, so if you're going to be a Klux dick, Klan, you're allowed. Are Ku Klux Klan outfit okay? No, neither are good. I mean, yeah. neither one. I think if I'm in charge of the school, I still have strict rules about this, and I say no. But yeah. part of me is like, as much as I hate it, if you're going to be an a hole, I kind of have to let you be an a hole as long as you're not hurting people. But also, this stuff incites things. Yeah. So exactly. I don't know. Plus, what's the fun in it? Why do you want to be Hitler? Like, what's the point of that? Right. Right. Well, the kid's not even being Hitler, apparently. Like, if he had the, uh, you know, if he had the the mustache and the hair, then he could say, "No, I'm playing. I'm in. I'm the character from Jojo Rabbit." Right. <laughs> right. He was like a friendly, imaginary Hitler friend. Right. Exactly. Yes. Context is everything. This kid would say. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of context, the context of this moment is that we have to take a break. We're going to play a song yes. when we come back. Tom Merritt, Nicole. Nicole got, I guess, got in a car accident last night. I didn't know about oh, this. Oh, I didn't hear about that either. Oh, my gosh. You okay? I don't know. Um, chat room's the one that told me. Actually, I'm going to text her and just say, hey, you okay? Just heard about the accident. Um, Everything all right? Okay, we'll see what she says. Okay, good. Uh, but before all of that, Brian has a song selection he will now present to us. I do. We're going to uh, New York City. New York City for this one. An alt-rock trio but that goes by the name Upright Man. Uh, they have a brand new EP that's coming out next year, 2020, but they've released their first single, which is called High Fidelic, uh, and uh, just premiered this week. This is really cool. These guys remind me a lot of early Elvis Costello, but without Elvis Costello's vocals, which, you know, some turns some people off. Oh, wow. Is that, uh, that's their car? Jeez. Oh, is there a link? I didn't see Yeah, it, it looks like the uh, Captain Kipper posted the uh, link in chat. Oh, it's their Instagram. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. But it looks like, you know, the, the truck took took the brunt of it and probably just... Uh, trucks are good that way. They A um, couple bruises or something. Yeah. Yeah, trucks are... Um, they're not just 
overcompensating for tiny wieners. Sometimes they actually stop bad accidents from happening. Jeez. All right. And she's saying everybody's okay. So thank goodness. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, the band is called Upright Man. The song is High Fidelic. It's coming out on a brand new album next year, but here is the single. Enjoy. Oh, excellent. We'll be right back. Stay tuned.
Greetings, fair listeners. It's me, Scott Johnson, to take a moment to talk to you about the days when you were always ready to go. Yeah, that's right. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. That's like the color blue, blue, B-L-U-E, you know, blue, and then chew.com. Brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. I'm saying those both wrong, right? Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And because they're chewable, they'll work up to twice as fast as some sort of pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is a prescribed online product and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. They are uh, made right here in the USA. And since Blue Chew appears, or excuse me, prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com and the promo code TMS. Try it for free. They're better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them. Your victory at the Nighthold has granted us the key to ending this war. With the pillars of creation assembled, we finally have the power to cut the demons off from our world. You don't spread gold. The Morning Stream. All right, back. Uh, back? Hi, we're back. <laughs> Hi, back. Hi, back. <laughs> uh, no, back time. Yeah, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. It's lovely to be here. Time for some technology news. Yeah. With the ace detect himself, Mr. Tom Merritt, who I'm adding to the call. He is an ace. He really, truly is. And uh, for that, we're grateful. Here's a thing I'm going to play that's his uh, intro deal. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt, and it's always good to have him on TMS. Tom, how are you today? Oh, I'm fine. I didn't accidentally start an OS update for my production Mac and scramble around to attach my laptop for this segment. I don't know why you would even... Oh, weird. Hey, look, I'd have done that before. Actually, we've all been very brave lately with Catalina. Catalina's had a few caveats. It's not even Catalina. It's just a security update for for my Mac. Oh, that's no good. Uh, Uh, My Mac Mini is still lagging. (laughs) Yeah, it's making you I, I don't like to have my production machine go to the latest operating system them uh for many reasons uh but uh yeah i don't know what i was thinking i i was sitting down i actually what i want to talk about today is national novel writing month uh but and i was i had just been i finished my national novel writing month and i got the prompt saying hey do you want to apply the security update and reboot and i said oh yeah sure forgetting that i you know in 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) and you want to be our tech guy (laughs) (laughs) what's funny is i was like uh yeah okay uh did my did my writing for the morning do the security update and then i'll do tms like wait uh come back security 
No. Yeah, no, it's all good, man. Look, if so if uh, if life was easy, we'd all be sleepy. I don't know what that means. That's not really a saying. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's what they say. It's an old old but yeah. true saying. Old yeah. idiom. Uh, well, it's good to have you here, Tom. Of course, the uh, Lord of all things tech. He does a great tech show called the Daily Tech News Show. He does one on Wednesday in particular that has me on it, which is just insane. Because why would you? But it nonetheless, there it is. And uh, I always look forward to Wednesdays. It's great. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I kind of get to cheat though, because none of the other guests during the week have a morning show where then where Tom can come in and preview what's happening. So uh, I feel lucky in right. that regard. So uh, Tom, lay it Don't on us this week. Them. What's going? <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, sh- yeah. Nobody talk to those maybe, guys. Sh- maybe kill your video, Tom. That's because that's not helping things. Oh yeah, you're. Ooh, look at Tom's. Video. Oh yeah, because I'm not. I'm not actually wired on wi-fi oh on that's why that. apologies yeah. no, it's all right no it's all good i'm still impressed with the rapid pace at which you got it all working so no worries uh anyway so what's going on today tell us about you want to talk about writing tell us about writing yeah so na- yeah national novel writing month is underway if anyone's unfamiliar uh it's been going on since the 90s uh it's just a volunteer organization of people who encourage each other to write fifty thousand words in the month uh in order to get started on that book uh so so if you've always said, gosh, I, I want to write a book. I just haven't got it together. Now's your month. Uh, uh, it's not too late. You can still jump in and start. The, the whole point of, of NaNoWriMo is not really about rules following, which I think is a misimpression. It's about it's about getting you to get a, get rid of those excuses and just say, I'm going to write a book. Uh, and they have lots of great tools. Every year, the website gets better and better at sort of helping you chart your progress uh, meet your goals. They they kind of auto calculate how many words each day you'll you'll need to hit and and let you see some some progress. They can hook you up with other writers either online or even in person in your local area uh, if you want to kind of cheer each other on. And I've been doing every year since two thousand one, I think, mm. think, or maybe it was two thousand three. Uh, but but I I, I t- attempt I've been attempting it for forever. Uh, completed the majority of them uh in the in the last few years but i didn't at first so even if you try nanowrimo and you don't complete don't say well that didn't work for me just try again next time uh so four or five times before 2006 was the first time that i actually finished a a novel in national it it does feel like in the last i don't know eight to nine years that i've known you or more i mean i've known you longer but it feels like the the your book production benefits from this exercise like this yeah, actually helps people right. become better writers it's a bit like uh, inktober that people do for october for artists yeah. same kind of idea right. sort of a shared experience you're posting your stuff all the time so people can see it in this case you got to write it first but um do you think do you think without all of that nanowrimo experience you would you'd be you know i don't know as as, as well versed as you are right now and putting these books out definitely not definitely yeah. not it's the thing that gave me permission to try yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, otherwise I would be one of those people making excuses of like, well, but I don't really know where I want to go with the plot. Well, but I just need to think yeah. about it a little more. And instead what NaNoWriMo does, forget all that. Don't worry about get words down because mm-hmm. that really is the biggest barrier. And that's what I found to the point where now after doing this for 20 years, almost I'm, I find it fun. It's not a thing where i'm like breaking through a barrier anymore i'm 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 ahead of my word count i kind of know i know the the roadblocks that'll be in my way and when i'll hit walls and and i prepare for them and i i take a few notes to kind of help me along the way and it's great 
I, I, I have fun. I treat each day's NaNoWriMo writing session kind of like TV watching. Mm. I'm going to sit down and find out what this story does uh, today. Because even though I have ideas, a lot of times as I'm writing it, uh, you know, in the story I'm writing this month, somebody just got a crush on somebody else out of nowhere that I didn't expect. And I'm like, well, that's going to complicate things. <laughs> uh, so it's it's. It's a little like uh, Stephen King describes how he writes. He 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 sort of doesn't know how things are going to go until it goes. So he just sits down, writes, and every day it's like, oh, we're going there, are we? Okay, cool. I guess we'll go there. Well, that's awesome. Good advice from Tom Merritt, everybody. Uh, he's got book. Cool. He's published books, so I, I'm taking that advice seriously. Maybe I need to get off my ass and write this month. We'll see. Yeah, it is a good kick in the pants. Yeah, and me. I see I. Uh, Ibda Bloke saying pantser versus prepper, which is a, a kind of pantser means right by the seat of your pants and let characters do things. Prepper is plot everything out. Uh, even preppers can benefit from NaNoWriMo because mm -hmm. you can spend your writing time prepping, putting out your notes, count your notes as your word count, and then just force yourself to push through and, and go from point to point. Even if you're a prepper, there, what it does is it gives you permission to not worry about being good yet. Just get those words down. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Uh, very cool. Well, uh, uh, get on it, everybody. Don't be lazy. Get your writing done. And uh, make sure you check out the Daily Tech News Show today at 2.30 because on there, uh, I'll be on. And so will uh, Roger and Sarah and Tom and all of us. We'll be talking about the, the day's tech headlines and so much more. Uh, Tom Merritt, anything else you want to mention before we uh, kick out of here? Uh, no, just uh, patreon.com slash DTNS has a bunch of new uh, rewards. Uh, well, right now we're doing a special offer if you uh, or are already signed up for Daily Tech News Show by November. Uh, you'll get a holiday greeting card from us sent to you. You have to give us your address to do that. So, you know, that's part of the deal, too. But but yeah, we're going to be uh, we're going to be sending out holiday cards. We did it last year and it was super popular. So oh, we lose them. I think we lost him. I think we may have finally lost him. <laughs> it was all it was all, yeah. it was yeah, all very goes. nip and tuck. Oh, there he goes. Yep, that's the end of that. Wow. All right. Well, uh, technology not Wi-Fi compliant. Sorry, everybody. That didn't go as well <laughs> as we thought. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, thanks, Tom, for calling in. Uh, sorry, we lost you there at the end. Let's see what's up with Nicole. Let's see if I got a reply. No, nothing. Hmm. Uh, she might be here. Let's see. Okay, she's online. I want to hear about this accident and make sure everyone's okay. I know. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, it's ringing. That's a good sign. I think we may have it. Okay. Let's play this. Nicole Spagnolo, what are you doing? How are you? I'm here, thankfully. Good. So wait, Good. this thing is gnarly. The truck is banged up. What happened? I didn't even hear about it till the chat room told me. I didn't even know. So, so I've only been in two accidents in my lifetime. Yeah. I had one immediately after getting my license at 16. I flipped a car. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the back tire blew. I was on a gravel road. I was the only one in the accident, and the car like flipped. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, so that nice. was the last time I've been in an accident. Okay. Uh, until yesterday, after I picked up the kids from school, uh, we only live two blocks from school, mm -hmm. and I, I, I will admit there have been times where 
I don't put the kids in their seatbelt because they're fussing or whatever. Because mm-hmm. we live it's so close, we're like right around and... the it's right Ooh. around the corner, right? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, thank goodness I did, mm. uh, because we came down the road and there's a stretch of road and there's houses on both sides and there was a woman on one side she was on the left and she tried she blew the stop sign and was trying to get to the other side of the neighborhood i was going down the road that doesn't have a stop sign and she just bolted right out in front of me Mm. and i slammed on my brakes and the airbag deployed i'm all bruised up i have a weird have some weird bruises yeah <laughs> i got a i got a blinker bruise right there oh weird oh from the it. from the blinker pole or oh, yeah thing? so yeah. my Ow. arms are all bruised up my i twisted my ankle the kids were fine but i, I just want to I, I you know i'm admitting that you know you you kind of get lax when you're closer to home uh, so buckle it in, even if you're, you know, right around the corner. Yeah. The, um, statistically, most accidents happen within 10, 15, 20 miles of the house mm-hmm. or something. Well, this woman, this woman, uh, she lives in Aurora. She was in the neighborhood doing some work, I think. Um, and she, she knew she was at fault. She was hysterical. And all I, all I was concerned about were the kids mm-hmm. and getting them out of the car. Because as soon as like, like it happened, mm-hmm. I smelled smoke. Mm-hmm. And I was like, get the kids out. I yeah. mean, like, sometimes you don't know how you're going to react in yeah. those kinds of situations. And I have to say, I'm really glad I'm one of those people that just my autopilot is do, do and get away. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. Is yeah. My that's, autopilot. that's totally me. I stress about it later. Just you going, yeah. yeah, take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. I do that with yeah. people. I have, a, I have complete emergency management skills that only show up when things are real bad. And then I, I can totally manage it. And then as soon as it's all over, I have a, a breakdown. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I was trying really hard once I got like the adrenaline came mm-hmm. down. I was like trying not to crumble in front of the kids. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was just like, That's oh, intense, my God. Dude. I mean, I, I would have said, oh, fender bender. Because everyone in the chat was saying, oh, yeah, she got an accident in this. And I look at the picture. That is no fender bender. That is like. Oh, yeah. The, gnarly. The, the car is is you can't drive the car. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. sitting out in front of the house because we were so close. Mark kind of, the bumper fell off as he's taking it. <laughs> did, you, did your, uh, did your airbags blow out and all that? My, yeah. Mine did. Yeah. And that's why that's actually what gave me the most damage. That's I'm, I'm mm-hmm. bruised up yeah. like mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the airbag deployed cause I basically T-boned her. She, she just shot across and, I was like, I think in my head, I was like, she's not slowing down yeah, and she's yeah. just going for it. So I just slammed on my brakes and it felt like I was going faster than I was mm-hmm. because of that airbag. Oh, but yeah. I was maybe, I mean, maybe 20 20, yeah. 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 I mean, it was, I, we just left the school, so... Is is yeah. she how she is she okay? She didn't get too banged up. She's I mean, her car is probably mean, thrashed, but it, like herself. Yeah, and it says something about you know, she's like, "Do you want to go to the hospital?" I could hear, and she goes like, "I can't afford it." And mm. I was just like, "That just really oh, that bugs me." Because she that. knew she was in fault. She knew. Mm. I mean, mm. uh, it just sucks. And she was hysterical. And I was like, "Lady, I got two kids to ca- take care of. I can't take care of you right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just go over there mm-hmm. and." We'll wait for the 
all the peoples to come and yeah, yeah it was yeah. crazy did they all show up and said, all right, I'm Officer Cool yeah, Guy. Yeah. I'm going to take care of you. Did they, were they nice? Everything okay? Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. was wonderful. And the neighborhood was wonderful. Like, the kids were crying and neighbors were bringing, like, toys for them and snacks for them. And That's good. Everybody wow. was just so wonderful. And, yeah. It's usually what happens when stuff yes, like there this were, goes down. We had, yeah. We're in an unincorporated area of Jefferson County. So, we had to wait for state patrol mm. to come and oh. do, like... Right, you the wouldn't assessment. get the Jeffco police. Oh, geez, wow. Yeah, it was it was weird. So Jeffco came, and then eventually the state patrol came. <laughs> mm. So yeah, it was just bananas. That's and I was crazy. Like, Did that really just happen? Is that last what night? Happened? That's the other thing. Those things feel unreal for a while, don't they? Like yeah. it didn't happen. I yeah. felt really bad because I I was going to take the kids. I had bought Peppa Pig live tickets uh-huh. six months ago. Wait a minute. How do they do that? Is it people in suits? Yeah, well, they have black suits on and they do the puppets. Racist. Oh, okay. Um, so we were going to do, Ava was so excited and oh. we didn't go because oh. I couldn't walk. I I mean, my ankle is pretty jacked up right now. So, right. Uh, yeah, we didn't go to Peppa Pig Live and Ava was, Ava was honestly most upset about that. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, she's been waiting six months. That's right. Peppa Pig will be back. Yeah. yeah Peppa Pig will live. We'll go again. Peppa Pig will survive. Fine. And yeah. she's. I took him took him to school today in Mark's truck, and Ava says to me, "Mommy, don't break Daddy's car." No, <laughs> <laughs> mommy's fault. Tell that lady not to break Daddy's car. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't my fault. Yeah. Well, I'm glad the kids were so. tied in and okay. That's oh my god. Thing. Yeah. I'm what? So we have the two car seats now. When you get in an accident, you have a car seat. You can't use those car seats anymore. They're done. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting the exact same car seats mm-hmm. that I have. They're obviously successful. Yeah. They're okay. amazing. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. Like, crazy. Crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Well, I'm glad you're but okay. I did, wa- I did watch a movie last night. Though. What? My nerves <laughs> was so rattled yeah. that I had to watch a movie to like. I'm, I'm guessing you didn't watch Crash. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, which one? Because not the sexy one with uh, what's his name, right? Nobody wants to see that, right? Yes. <laughs> no, the, the the fetish one. Yeah, no, I didn't that watch was that weird. One that was such a weird movie. Did that have uh, who was in that? What's his name was in that? Um, Blacklist. Uh, Blacklist guy. Uh, the guy from Sixteen Candles. Yeah. Um, um, Spader. Ba- uh, James Spader. Right? James Spader. Spader. Yeah, James Spader? Spader. That's who it was. It's Spader. Was it really? Got it. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. totally that was totally James Spader. Huh. Yeah. yeah, and it was gross. I didn't like that movie and regret seeing it. Uh, but I now I saw the one that, uh, <clears throat> that that shouldn't have won the uh... Matt Dillon one. <laughs> yeah, the one that shouldn't have won the Academy Award. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> that was five one. Wasn't that one of those movies that it's like I don't an know. ensemble cast and yeah, and yeah. that's why you give it to him. That's lame. Don Cheeto and Sandra Bullock and like Don you said, Cheeto. Matt Dillon. What's his real name? I just know him as Cheetle. Don Cheeto. Cheetle. Cheeto. Cheeto. <laughs> like you say it enough that you're like, yeah. What's right. his real name? I don't oh, yeah. know anymore. Like Dermot McRolney, I can't even think of what his actual real name is anymore. Dermot McRolney. Oh my gosh, I can't either. Now. Sorry, it's the vacuum cleaner. Oh, Roomba decided to come in here for whatever. Come on, Roomba. Come on here. If it ain't Dougie, it's Roomba. Wait, you named the dog Roomba? No, no, no. It's the actual Roomba. Oh, it's the actual Roomba. Okay. Yeah. I saw saw Dougie's head and thought she was talking to him like that name was Roomba. I'm like, whoa. 
no, no. Wait, is your Roomba yeah, going after you? <laughs> I put it on in the other room, and for whatever reason, it came in here. Oh, this is like, uh, what was that movie we saw for Film Second or Attack of the Rhyme? The, um, the one with uh, Charlie Sheen's brother, <laughs> uh, Emilio Estevez, where all the machines yeah. came alive. What's that called? Oh, oh. yeah, Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. That's what we're talking about here. Is you're starting... I'm thinking more. I'm thinking more of the uh, the guy getting interviewed on BBC and his kids barge into the room and start. Oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm picturing Dougie, Dougie in the room, bar the. <laughs> Dougie was sitting here and he was just looking at the room, but like it's not me. It's not That's me. Right. That was the <laughs> best. The, the the visual Brian just reminded me of that kid. The way he walked in, it wasn't so much that he walked in; it's the way he walked into that interview. Yeah, it's the, the elbows out. <laughs> so good. All right, well, let's do it. Uh, we usually start with Brian, and we're not changing that. We are starting with Brian. So, Brian, uh, I'm going to play a clip, but you want to set it up at all, or just play? Brand new film uh, on Netflix. And that's oh. all I'm going to tell it you. It better not be the one I watched. That's all I got to Ooh, say. I, know, I hope right. not. Well, let's find out. Here it is. Since you're traveling, I'd like to do a cat skin. Daddy's going to take care of us. I'm going to wait right here for you when you get out. It's been hours. You know how much longer it's going to be. What was her name again? Perry Monroe. I'm not seeing a Perry Monroe. There hasn't been a scan since 9 o'clock this morning. So what are you telling me? They're not here. Got the whole day in front of me. Not finding any Monroe. I just want to see my wife and daughter. Do you have any footage? Don't record in the treatment areas. Isn't that this is that thing with the dude from Avatar in it? Um, That's right, Sam Worthington. Yes. Yeah. So what's this thing? Tell the, us. It's about called it. Fractured. It's a psychological thriller about this guy, his his wife and their daughter. They're uh, traveling for Thanksgiving. They stop at a convenience store, and there's a construction site right next door to the convenience store. And uh, the the girl sees a a balloon that she wants. She goes over there, but she falls in the hole, and he kind of falls in after her. And so they grab her and they get her to the nearest hospital, take her in for a CAT scan. And he's waiting in the, in the waiting room. And you kind of hear a little bit of this. And he's like, God, it's been hours. Uh, goes up to the front desk, says, you know, where, where are my wife? Where's my wife and uh, child? And they're like, we don't have any record of your wife or child being here at all. What? And so they look through the tape. And, of course, you know, there's, there's things blocking where you'd normally be able to see where they're at. And there's something kind of weird going on at this hospital that you're kind of wondering about. Mm. And uh, so it's a big old psychological thriller about uh, this this family. Mm. Uh, just came out last month on uh, Netflix. It's got it reminds like, me of that Kiefer Sutherland movie. Vanished, Remember that one? Vanishing? Vanished. Yeah. 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 Mm. Vanishing. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Yeah, exactly. And there's something a little weird going on. Lily Robb is his uh, wife. And then Stephen Toblowski is the doctor. Bing! <laughs> Bing right again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He can be creepy yeah. when he needs to be. He can be real. He weird. totally can. Yeah. And he is in this one. He's great. Um, not a lot of other people you'll recognize, but you'll recognize uh, Lily Rob and uh, Sam Worthington. Give me, give me this answer. Do, do yes. is it, is the ending satisfying? Cause in these kind of movies that they really have to land that or else it was, it's all going to feel the like ending, a waste. The ending is satisfying. Okay. All right. You get definitive answers to the situation well, that's good. that is going on, right. and it, I think it's a it's an ending that um, you can't. I mean, you see 
you see different diff- uh, different <laughs> possibilities of the end of the ending mm-hmm. and this is one of them but you're led there in a way it's like oh okay clever all right okay all right is it supernatural is it or is that a spoiler to say that um no there's no supernaturalness in this okay all right i love jackalope ashley's comment white people sure do like to make movies about ways their vacations could go wrong yeah (laughs) we we really do we really do there's a lot of truth to that what could happen well, I saw this on there and I thought, oh, that seems like a thing. And then I forgot. And now I'm thinking it's I'm going to see it. It's, uh, you know, it's good. It's not it's not spectacular. I'm not going to try and oversell it. It's entertaining. We enjoyed it. Um, and it's worth, uh, I think it's worth an hour and a half of your time. That sounds go. good to me. I have a better one to recommend. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Whoa. That's interesting. <laughs> Netflix recommendal. Mm. <laughs> that's right well, uh did you uh what else is going to ask you about that uh, uh, uh oh sam worthington himself is he good because he's a mixed bag sometimes that guy he's he is uh if there's any failure to this movie i'd say it's it's sam worthington who's just kind of a one note in this thing the is the story's good but him around it is kind of like all right yeah he's He's kind of a one note. Did one he note do melody. the the Greek film a long time ago where he was like calm? Or the one was like calm your storm or something. Well, he was in he was in uh, the remake Spartan. of the Clash of the Titans. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. He was horrible in yeah, that. Yeah, he was really bad in that. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. were bad in general. Those were not great. Calm movies. your storm. Yeah. Oh exactly. Was that that was the, the name the, you the woman said that to him, and I was like. What? Yeah, it's like <laughs> an, it's ancient yeah, Greek. I'd say he's he's slightly better than he was in that film. But you're also watching this for other things besides just the the Sam Worthington performance. But I think <laughs> yeah, I think uh, he's a very handsome guy who uh, was great in Avatar and maybe not always great in everything else he does. I liked him in Terminator Salvation. I know we don't think that movie's that great, but I thought his role was fine. He acted yeah. fine. Yeah, he's okay. Mm-hmm. He's Is okay. He, he is in uh, oh he's in Hexar Ridge. Is he also in um uh, the new Avatars or is are we done with him? And those yes. I wonder. Nope, he's in uh, Avatar two and three, which are currently filming and scheduled for a twenty twenty one and twenty twenty three uh, release. Jeez. Yes. Why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and have twenty years between your movies? <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? Hold on, two thousand nine. We're already at ten. We're already at ten. Two thousand nine. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, here, here's mine. Now, this is a cheat, sort of. Well, okay. not really, but it's all I've watched. I've had no time for anything else, but this has been on in the background because for some reason I got in the mood for it. Don't judge me. See if you can figure it out from this. Ugh. Here you go. <laughs> so Brian already knows. Yeah. I can't stop watching the Golden Girls, and I don't know why. I love the Golden Girls. I think it's very funny. I think it's underrated as a thing that Where's a guy that like me, uh, Hulu, I believe, is where I've been oh, watching it. Cool. Uh, I I like the Golden Girls. Okay, I think it's Who great. Are you, I I think you're you're probably uh, Dorothy. You're am I Dorothy. am I Dorothy? You're Dorothy. Wait, Dorothy yeah. is uh, what's She's her... like the matriarch. Oh, right, right. It's what's her name. Um, wait, Dorothy, the old lady, the little tiny yeah. one. 
No, no, Dorothy is the is is Maud. Oh, Maud, right, Maud. Uh, fr- uh, freaking sorry. Uh, what's her name that died? I can't think of her <laughs> name. Arthur. They all died. B. Arthur. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. I'll be her. <laughs> Do we have to pick who we are? <laughs> so who are you? Are, you? are you Betty White? What are you in this uh, scenario? I'll be Betty White, and uh, Ibit, you can be Blanche. Okay. Okay. You're a, Fair enough. You're, a, I've never you're seen, an old slut. I know about the Golden Girls. I <laughs> know who so they much. are. Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of the Golden oh, Girls. Oh, they're they're, they're pretty sure. fun. It's a fun thing. Uh, no, you know what? Like, I'll, I'll change my mind. Like, like I could see the the cast. You're Rose. And tell me the plot, and I pretty much could know exactly what happens in that show. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. The, I'm the slutty one, Rose. No, yeah. no, Blanche oh, is the sl- slutty Blanche one. You're Ro- slutty you're Rose. One. You're the snarky, always have a oh. funny, quippy line. Okay, she, sure, I'll take that. She's the the funny thing is, she was, I think, the youngest. She was the youngest the of all of them. Yeah, we're talking about Stel Getty. Yeah, yeah. Stel Getty. Yeah. She was throw, throw Mama from the Train or something, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Or no, she was, yeah. what was the movie? Was that it? Or yeah. Stop no, or My Mom Will Shoot. Stop or My Mom Shoot. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, Stop. <laughs> stop yeah. or My Mom Will Shoot. From the, throw, throw Mama from the Train was, all right, give oh, me a glass of water. Give me some water. Yeah, Goonies. Goonies. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, the Goonies lady. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, it's just a delightful, dumb thing that's from a different time, and I think it's actually funny. Like, those women are very funny, and they're very good at what they did <laughs> for that show, and there's worse things to have on in the background, is all I'm saying. Uh-huh. We finished uh-huh. through, we finished our Cheers watch, and I was like, you know what? Let's just put on something else. I have some nostalgia for it. I have some fond feelings for it. I don't know why, but I like it. I think Brian would even like it. I really do. I probably would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it I'm seems like still binging uh, Lost. <laughs> yeah, and it, and, really? and and that's the yeah. other thing is I have had no other time for anything else that's new this week. So this is as good yeah. as you're going to get for me is a little Golden Girls. I put on Lost when I want to fall asleep. Yeah, like it's something that I I can watch and not have to pay full attention to. But if I'm I've got other things that I'm watching that I that I want to pay attention to. But it's it's uh, yeah, Hulu also the, has Designing Women, which oh. I love that was a good time too women. yeah when it's I, like that stuff out. was not aimed at me when i when the when they were on tv for sure like i wasn't the demographic they were yeah. trying to get into it but uh i think that's too bad because i think it actually it's just fine people should watch that stuff it's good it's easy to pigeonhole it into a certain you know stereotype of sure. 80s television but it's it holds up it's pretty listen good. it gave us delta burke it gave us mm-hmm. uh uh Smart. Gene Smart, Gene Smart, who's now like in everything and in, you know, in that great Legion. Uh, did you ever finish Legion, by the way? No, I haven't finished it. Yeah, she's go in, back to Legion. She's in that Watchmen now this year already. Yeah. 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 She's great. She, she holds it. She has a giant purple thing, and I'm not going to tell you what it is until you watch it. You should watch it. Uh, yeah. You should be, you should say Ike's. And then uh, this is beautiful. Listen. It's the worst kind of version because it's like a cover, like TV. it is, and it's done on like a Casio tone. Yeah. Like I don't think that's a real saxophone playing. I think that's like somebody pushing buttons for Let's a saxophone. Let me try that again. <laughs> You're totally right. You're totally right. All right, uh, Nicole, what did you bring? Yes. What do you have? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the clip, Brian. Look away. All right, not looking. All right, it should start about six seconds in. Okay, here we go. I'm hitting play. Let's see what we get. Oops. What do you want? FBI. <laughs> what do you want, man? Where's your warrant at? This I already know what this warrant. is. Open up the trunk. And just enjoy. <laughs> it ain't mine. I don't know how I got in. 
You're going to jail for a long time. You're going to have to take me. I wish people could see this. Is this dolomite? It is dolomite. This no, this is uh Dolana Dolomite is my name. Oh, oh right. This is the That's right. So Dolomite Scott. Yeah. Get it right, Scott. Yeah. I had no idea what I was in for when I just hit play. I saw I saw the uh advertisement for it on uh the back of Entertainment Weekly. And so I had it in, in my brain and I was just looking for something light last night because I just couldn't, I couldn't sleep. I was just, uh, and uh, I was like, well, I had no idea that it was based on a true story. Like I just started watching. I'm like, I don't know what the heck I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but I stuck with it and then I realized, oh, this is a true story. This is all based on a true story. Uh, so Eddie Murphy plays. Uh, the main character, which the character was created by, uh, what's his name? Ray Moore. Um, Ru- uh, Rudy, Rudy Ray Moore. Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah. So yep. He was a, he was a singer com- uh, and then he, he basically just, just kept, he was really, really tenacious and just looking for his act. And so he tried to do singing and that didn't work out. And he was, he just did a whole bunch of stuff. And he finally, in, in this, in this movie, it shows how he kind of came up with the character Dolomite. And Dolomite was like a legend, legendary pimp. And the homeless, there was a homeless guy that would talk about him. And so he he actually recorded the homeless guy and then worked on his act to kind of create this big persona. And this is in 1975. Um, you couldn't you couldn't say a lot of the stuff. That's in this movie. Mm. I will warn you, do not watch with any kids around. (laughs) There is a lot of, lot of cussing, like really a lot of cussing, but it, it kind of chronicles Rudy Ray Moore's um, rise and fall and rise and how he created these relationships. There are some amazing actors in here. Uh, so in addition to Eddie Murphy that was in that clip, uh, you also heard a little bit of Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. He's also in it. He's the director in that um, scene. He's the director mm-hmm. um, that they kind of got into making the movie. Because initially, Rudy Ray Moore was doing just comedy albums, and he, it was a huge success. He was Nobody would, would actually distribute them, so he was distributing them out of the back of his uh, vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, like, there was a company, a record company that noticed all of this and then they brought him on and they distributed more. And then he did all, all these tours and it just, I loved it so much. Um, the actual, and eventually he wants to do movies. And again, he went through the same thing with movies. No one wanted to play his movie. Uh, the movie only cost him a hundred thousand dollars to make. It grossed Ten million dollars. <laughs> Ten million dollars. This is sheer force of will. This dude's known for and that, just like going for it. And there's like a whole thing about him inspiring the early 
early rappers because of his lyrics and his style. I just, I loved it. Oh, Snoop Dogg's um, in can, this, right? Isn't he, uh, I got a small part. Snoop Dogg is in it. Yep. Yeah. He's in, he's one of the early Chris Rock is in it. Um, the guy from, uh, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, Titus. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I love yeah. He has hair, and it totally messes with me. Oh really? Wow. <laughs> I like that guy. Yes, yes, he's in that. Just it's just um, guy from the office. Oh, I can't remember his name. Well, Stanley or uh... he was also in uh, This Is the End of the World. Um, I'm just I can't remember. I'm not oh, looking. I don't oh, have anything. Yes, right, right, right. The uh, hot tub time machine. <laughs> yes, uh, hot tub time machine. Yeah. Oh, oh, remember. yeah. He was in the shipping department. Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. So he's in it. I loved it. I wasn't sure where it was going, but then once I realized it was, I I, I somehow I missed that it was based on a true story. And then Mark and I were we were looking up the actual album covers that Rudy Raymar created and how they recreated it in this movie. And so I would recommend if you've never seen Dolomite, the movie Mm. watch Dolomite is my name and then head over to Amazon prime and watch Dolomite on Amazon prime. It's hilarious. Cool. This is great. Look at this. Uh, Keegan, Michael keys in it. Uh, Oh yes. He's the writer. Yeah. Mike Epps. Uh, It's a great cast. Yeah, Wesley Snipes, as you said. Yeah, I, I'm totally. I saw this and thought, oh, sweet, Eddie Murphy's doing something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he just doesn't hasn't done anything in so long that it, I, I thought we'd never see him again. But uh, yet here he is. Uh, that's fantastic. I, what I, I think what I really took from the film is how Rudy Ray Moore, not only he he was so tenacious in wanting to be successful and you know doing his dream there were many moments where he mentored others. And so you kind of get a glimpse into him, you know, taking time and making an experience for somebody and how he saw his character. And I I just, I thought it was really great. You might, you might call him tenacious D for Dolomite. (laughs) Uh, That's awesome. I'm uh, definitely on my list. In fact, I think I'm going to make this a watch for this week sometime. So well done. This is the problem. You guys recommend good stuff and then I watch your things and then I don't watch anything but Golden Girls for me. Mm -hmm. I understand. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Nicole Spag on Twitter will post these films and TV shows today. So you can go over there and go, oh, I forgot what they were. No, you didn't. They're right there on her Twitter account. Nicole Spag. Nicole, anything else? the only thing I do there now. Yeah. <laughs> I like it, yeah, though. you know. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever, we'll Some take Instagram it. Instagram pictures. Yeah, we'll take it. Uh, anything else you want to say before we cut you out of here today? Uh, it was. I'm, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad you're here, too, and I hope your truck <laughs> is uh, not... Is it totaled, or do you know yet? It, it, it doesn't run. Mm-hmm. It's just... Yeah, they it's may, not going to go They may anywhere. call frame, it totaled. Frame damage? I don't know. Who knows? All Who right. knows what they're going to do? The stereo work? Does the radio still work? It does. It does. Thankfully. Right. Yeah. So just like the film in planes or the car in planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. The radio still works. You think with all this other damage. Yep. Do, 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 do. Oh, I got to watch that movie again. All right. Uh, have a fantastic one. We'll see you later. All right. Brian. Yes, sir. That brings us to the dregs of today's show. That just. I survived, Scott. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Oh, my gosh, honey. What did you make? <gasps> that looks great. Look at this. Ooh, wow. Okay, so it's like non kimchi with on there. Kimchi, for yep. sure. 
And roast beef is what it is? And provolone. In- oh, I'm going to eat this. All right. Not yet, <laughs> well, but I'm going to. Yeah, that's the point. Thanks, babe. No, I, it's because my I have the heater on my back. It feels good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I haven't talked about it, but my back's being a complete piece of crap lately. Aww. That's stupid. That sucks. Uh, yeah. Yoga, you know, yoga is the answer. That's what I'm going to do. There you go. Yeah, do some do some downward facing dog and uh, warrior pose, and you'll be fine. Upward facing cat. Looking forward to that. So one. You could do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's where you lick yourself. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've been told. All right, check this out. I'm going to read a couple of quick emails. An email cool. about uh, strip mall joints, because I talked about the Red Basil place being amazing and that people should go to right. those uh, places. Right. Hey, Scott and Brian, just listen to episode 1819. Oh, sorry, you're not on camera. Now you are. Uh, you talked about the best Asian restaurants being in strip malls. As a food service delivery driver uh, that sees all many kitchens in the Denver area, I can say that hands down, Asian restaurants are almost all off my list of places to eat out. Gen- generally speaking... While they may have amazing food, their food handling practices, both in storage and preparation, are very subpar. Eat at your own risk. Nate from the Denver Tadpool. Mm, Brian. Brain bucket when he's in the chat room. Yeah, no kidding. It's like, it's not only saying, yeah, I wouldn't eat at, uh, I wouldn't eat at Asian, strip mall Asian restaurants. He's saying at any Asian restaurant and Denver area. So it's like, oh, crap. Yep. And it's funny because last night we ordered out from... Uh, uh, the Asian place near us that uh, even though it's called the Heaven Dragon, we mm. call it the Heaven Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But it's good. It's, yeah. We it just uh, we just gave it that name because it's funny. But uh, yeah, sometimes you just need big, sloppy Chinese food. Sometimes totally. Yeah. I need a sesame chicken and some fried rice, and I want it now. Yep, I get you. Here's yep. one more about horse-drawn carriages, and uh, this is Joseph LeBlanc. We were talking about automated cars and how people had to get used to regular cars when horses went away. It says, uh, just listen to TMS 1814. You may have never ridden in a horse-drawn carriage before, but even in America, there are people every day using these. Mennonites, Amish, and Mennonite brethren, and the Hutterites. You ever heard of them? I haven't heard of the Hutterites. I haven't either. Those I are new. That was, uh, they lived on Tatooine, but I guess so. Okay. <laughs> or, 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 they'd say as they put their thing in the sky. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. Um, he says, I know we have quite a few in Canada. Automatic, uh, automatic cars will have to adapt to all types of roads. Let the drivers drive. Self-driving cars will just add to the complexity of the driving experience like a horse-drawn carriage did. Yeah, and I should say, for the record, I have been on a few horse-drawn carriages, but they were always like... It's a Christmas ride around right, Temple Square exactly. and things like Here's that. Here's a blanket that the last 25 people have all uh, uh, put on themselves, and it smells like horse, and you mm-hmm. don't know what, what was going on under the uh, the blanket as it pulled them around Old Town. Yep, and maybe they fed that horse Beefarino like uh, Kramer did on that episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> That's right, exactly. What was that name of that horse? Rusty. Rusty, he'd say. Wow, good memory. Jeez. Yeah, sometimes I can pull it out, Brian. Sometimes. Hello. Hello. What? Phrasing. All right, that's it for the show. Thank you all for joining us. As always, you can support the show at Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS. We really wish you would. Uh, we uh, saw some of you uh, disappear last month. We don't know why. We'd love to have Aww. you back. Yeah, yeah. Come so back. Come, come back. back. And if you haven't done it already, come on in here. Man, if we could just get, we should do a fun drive where we just like do a day's stream where we just ask, we just want a ton of people who've never do it just to go in there and do a buck. Like that's, yep. we, sh- we should do that. Instead we should of, do that. Instead of charity. Just kidding. We should do charity. 
Charity's important. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk about the charity thing, too. Uh, TMS Mashups is our mashup dude. I just don't give him enough credit. Uh, he's probably found a lot of stuff today he'll use, so support him over at TS- TMS Mashups on Twitter. Frogpants.com slash TMS is our website. You will find everything else there, including our phone number to leave voicemails. You can find our email addresses, our Twitter accounts, Reddit page, all that stuff. Uh, Discord link. Join our Discord. We have a great big happy Discord going, and I would love to have you in there as well. Just a link away. All right, Brian. Song, song blue. Everybody wants one. What do you got? That's right. <laughs> uh, this is brand new. This is not even a request. Uh, I fit this in because I'm between a couple of requests. I got one for tomorrow. I had one for Monday. But uh, this is one that I wanted to make sure I got on the list. This is a brand new band called, or I'm sorry, this is a brand new album from a band called Triggers and Slips called The Stranger. Just came out. These guys are kind of a country rock crossover. A little bit more rock than like the Allman Brothers, but kind of in that same, you know, alternative kind of uh, uh, crossover fusion kind of thing. Right. Here is their cover of The Rooster by Allison Change. Allison Change. Allison Chains. <laughs> This thing rocks and it's really, really good. Here is triggers and slips. How much did that cost him? Ah, Allison change. Yeah, Allison change. Yeah, it's no big deal. All right, I love that song. I love that band. So I love this cover without even hearing it. I'm going to play it now. Thank you all for being here. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of TMS. We'll see you then.
spit on me in my own hand. Oh, you sent me pictures of my boy. Got my pills against mosquito dead. My body's breathing, it's dying. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Tangy cheddar cheese.